It's a beautiful day today. Captain's Law, day 555. We've been on this journey for quite some time now, and the crew is growing stronger with every mission. During this recent holiday season, the crew spent time with their loved ones, and it seems to really have rejuvenated their spirits. It's strange though, something feels a little bit different. The last few adventures we've been on have all felt eerily similar, and I fear I may lose the crew to boredom soon. We've heard tales of an island. It's often compared to another great island that we've been to, Hunter Hunter Island, and although I'm unsure what we may experience there, all of our associates seem to agree. It's fresh, it's different, and it may be exactly what the crew needs to wash away the boredom and put some excitement in their lives. Something new. Well, that's it. It's settled. We're off to Jujutsu Kaisen Island. What's up, Supernovas, and welcome back to the Worst Generation Podcast. I am your host, GB, and today's episode is about Jujutsu Kaisen. This is a Jujutsu Kaisen review episode. If you are an anime-only fan, this may not be the episode for you unless you do not care about spoilers. We are all manga readers. I am newly present with the manga after reading 70 chapters, and I'm going to flex my muscles a little bit, and I'm sure everybody else on the pod is ready to get their flex on a la Toto. So... Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get right into introductions, and then we're moving on to the topic. First up for our introductions today is uh, Mr. Arrive on Time, Arrive Early, my main man, Carlito. What up, gang? It's Carlito, a.k.a. Lito, a.k.a. I be here on time and GB though. Good to be back. Happy to talk about some uh, JJK. This shit is goated. Shout out to Carlito. He is 80% of the reason why I start reading Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, the other 20% is a mix of Leek and Noxie from Project Manga, Leek from our pod, respectively. And yeah, but Carlito was the main one in my ear about Jujutsu Kaisen. I had seen Noxie's tweets online. I noticed that Leek was reading through it, but Lito was the first one. Carlito, because that's how he wants to be referred to as going forward. We need to put respect on my man's name. Carlito was the first one who was coming at my head, like, you need to read Jujutsu Kaisen, this shit is peak fiction, apex fiction, top of the mountain fiction, Mount Everest fiction. Next up is the first mate of the pod, who's 10% of why I was reading Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece Leak. Yo, yo, what's good? It's One Piece Leak, a.k.a. Mr. Run My Fade. Uh, the fact that I'm not getting enough producer credits to that actually told all niggas to read this shit is wild as fuck to me. And I but second whatever. that shit. Like, like what the fuck? Wow. It's wild out here. Wild. You did tell niggas to read this shit, but I just was not listening until Lito was making a better case. And I got, uh, I was on Lito ass to read it. And you so. know what's crazy? Hey, you are the I reason why I started reading it. So Definitely you know. started reading before Lito. You know, I started after 
I think I started reading it before Belito too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lito just happened to pass to me. He just happened to pass to me. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's not how that happened. Has a representation of the has a representation of the pod. You guys are all going outside, scrambling for these producer credits. I said what I said. Carlito was the one that got me Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen. Maybe you guys didn't. That means nothing to me. He is the reason why I started reading it. So still shout out to him. Uh, Carlito, if you want to give the rest of the pop producer credits, you go ahead and do that. That's on you. No, just I just want to clarify something real quick. I started reading Jujutsu Kaisen uh, in August of 2020, right after my son was born, because he had me up all night. Just because y'all got got ahead of me and finished before I did, did not mean that y'all started reading before I did. The only people that started reading before I did was Leak. Just let that be known. You know, if you want to be actually accurate about when I started. I actually started when it first dropped. When it first dropped, I was reading that first chapter, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit here? I don't understand what is going on Dude, with this chest." But I didn't finish it though. <laughs> I, 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 I stopped reading it. When it when it first aired, I'm like, "Oh, this is interesting," but I was like, "You know, let me let it build up a little bit more," and it did, and it built up like that's crazy. That's crazy, Master D. What chapter you on right now? I'm current. I'm actually reading the prequel currently. Oh, but shit, shit, me too. Yeah. So I I didn't realize. Oh well, you know what's going on. It's me, the master, aka Master D. Because when there's no Plan B, there's always a Plan D, aka Drax the Destroyer, aka. Hello, Washington Mission Hotline. This is Master D speaking. How may I help you? I'm here today to preach the word of JJK, and I hope you all know. That Gojo's a goat. That's it. Welcome. And Nanami's also. He's a baby goat. He's a baby goat. Don't disrespect my man's nominee like that. Mm-hmm. Last but certainly not least, it is the first lady of the pod, Panda the Don. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Panda the Don, better known as the OG Panda, better known as Pitbull Panda, better known as Panda with the Hammer, better known as DJ Panda, Panda, Panda. I got anime zaddies everywhere. What's up? Um, the record skip. Okay, <laughs> I'll take the record skip. I... <laughs> she she been watching too much of that. Uh, what's that? What's that weak ass uh, anime that she been watching? Nah, don't do that. Don't do that, motherfucker. Because I didn't have to play before. Hypnosis <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Don't do that. Got and also, who was it? Who was it that hit me to the eye that Panda? The idea that Panda was actually uh Nobora. Is that? Is that? Was that you, Carlito, or was that one? That was me. That was you, Lee. Yep. Wait a minute, yeah. what you mean? I'm nobody. <laughs> yeah, because she, she got a bar. hammer. She got a hammer. Oh, you know what? That's right. I remember that. Mm. You read the. You did read the manga, right? You do read. Listen, <laughs> dirty sword. I started reading before you. Don't do that. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, so, I actually did start reading before GB. GB is the last one that all of us to start reading and finish it. What chapter you on? One, the current one. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> so that's all. You're really trying matters. to cheat, take everything. <laughs> that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Uh, Does it? Because you tried to play me just now. How'd I try to play you? You did. But we can continue on with this pod. Oh, you finally felt we be feeling when you be walking around telling One Piece leak you don't read One Piece. <laughs> that was today. You fraudulent. Wait, am I the only one who doesn't read? One Piece? Yes, you uh, are. Yeah. You're legitimately yeah. the only person in that chat that mm-hmm. doesn't read One Piece. Except for maybe Poodle. Uh, Poodle. 
No, Polo's a fan. She, she reads. She reads One Piece too. Oh, she bashes though. Yep. You alone, mm-hmm. nigga. She reads and bashes. She'll she'll take a break and then like binge a binge half an arc and then let it build back up. How I feel being on that island by yourself, Panda? It feels Sometimes great. Gotta be I can stretch out. The fuck? Should probably read One Piece, folks. Mm. Read One Piece. Mm. The agenda. Mm. If, if the token uh, moving into the episode, read it. It's good. Yeah. Moving into the episode, uh, I want to hear from each one of you guys. First off, initial impressions on Jujutsu Kaisen and what actually got you reading the series. I already gave my reasons for how I started, but I'm sure people want to know like what got you into it, what you like about it, um, and what you recommend it to people. So, Leak was a big reason, like the reason why I started reading it. I had already seen people like on the timeline kind of going crazy about it, and I was like, all right, yeah, everybody keeps saying like this is... People was calling it like Hunter Hunter Junior. I got a take about a uh, take about that a little bit later on, but I was That's like Hunter 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 Junior. I'm like whatever, sure, blah blah blah. And they like curse energy this, curse energy that. And I think it was like I started hearing about it around the uh, chapter like seventy something, which now I now know is the Goat Joe flashback. So like I can definitely understand the hype now that I've read it. Um, but with like seeing people on the timeline, especially like Knox from Project Manga and those guys, just like watching Napod on, on YouTube, they would talk about the chapters too. So I was like, you know, trying not to be spoiled, but I did peek at one of them. And I was like, this shit do look kind of lit. But it was all leaked. I get leaked, you know, uh, 99.9% of those producer credits. So shouts to you. Uh, and he put me on, put me on with the, gave me the links to it, gave me the, the, the flashback, kind of told me how I should be reading it you know, and he was the main person I was discussing it with as I was going through. Definitely recommend that shit. Anybody who's looking for something uh, to read and to get current on, Jujutsu Kaisen is that motherfucking series to do that with. Like, I'm not the type of nigga to just hype up everything, but that shit was it's actually fire, so give it a, give it a shot, G. That shit is cold. Um, for me, Leek Leak was the main one who told me to read it, and Noxie to some extent as well, because I would see him, you know, talk about on the timeline, just like GB said. Um, overall, I enjoyed, like, I never got interested into power systems like that until, like, I got started talking to y'all. And then I started, like, looking at the power system of this manga a little bit closer, and I was just like, this shit makes a lot of sense. And a lot of the quotes from Jujutsu Kaisen, um, in case y'all didn't know, of course, you know, the main power system is curses and stuff like that. And so I, th- I find the the topic of curses and how its power is generated and stuff makes a lot of sense. Like it's not far fucking fetched if that makes if that makes sense. So I enjoy overall. I think it's definitely something I would recommend to somebody who's just getting into it. The anime just started. The manga's not too uh far ahead to you where it's gonna take you a while to catch up unless you just read slow. It's only a hundred some chapters. So technically it's still his technically still in its infancy stage when you compare it to like more long running manga and stuff. Uh, I think Studio Mappa is doing Mappa is doing a great job of the anime. The opening Kai Kaiki Time by Eve is fire. I'm, I've been listening to it like almost every day. Yeah, I'm not ashamed. And the ending is great too. It's called Lost in Paradise by I think Akio, and there's someone who's who's featured on there with the same eight, with another A name. But anime opening and ending is great. Series is overall great. Goat Joe is amazing. Sakuna, my husband. And I love Nanami as well. And Yuji is a is a really interesting main character. There's so much stuff about I would like to know more about him as well. So 
Overall, I love it. I give it a eight out of ten so far. That was a dad boy Frankie <laughs> breath right there. Um, I'm gonna have to give it to Leek. It definitely was Leek who got me into JJK majority, but I definitely did actually read that first chapter when it first dropped a couple of years ago. I definitely wasn't into it at first. I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. I, I like I like the the lore of it. Like it looked like it was like, like a mystery. Like a scary movie, like into first um the first chapter when I read it, but like okay, this kind of like scary, you know, something that might be interesting. So I gave it a shot, but definitely didn't catch on to me until like a couple when we really got into the crux of things when people were really getting into it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back and read it, and it definitely was a great read. I enjoyed the actual theme of it, just like you know the curse energy and like how they play on it, all the nuances and how they can be created, how they can be, you know. And it and it makes me feel like it can be replicated in real life. It's like it's like a possibility, which is what I love about the series. Like, you know, it's not like it's so crazy for a fetch as Panda was saying. It's actually the possibility that these curses could actually be real if we live in the JJK world, but we don't. So I definitely feel like um the manga itself is going on a great pace. It's going on the story wise, it's just getting better and better. So I recommend anyone. If you're into a mangled read and you look for something that's scary, good power system, the characters, definitely interesting bunch. <laughs> Especially you want a random animal, but I won't say much about that. Um, but yeah, definitely 8 out of 10, 8 out of 8.5, really being generous. And I want you all to read JJK. It will change your life. Hmm, common theme amongst everybody on this pod. Interesting. <clears throat> Not too common. Shout out, Noxy. Good shit, good shit, Noxy. Wow, bet. <laughs> I, I definitely uh, I started reading 100% because of Project Maya, Project Manga. Um, they were talking about it on the timeline consistently saying that the power system is comparable to that of Hunter Hunter, how it's well written, and how it's just a good series. So, of course, uh, le- uh, <clears throat> leaning on my homie's suggestion, I picked it up and started reading it. And pretty much by chapter 10, probably, I was hooked. Like, from the way that the story was going, the characters, the fucking sensei, like everything about it was intriguing. Um, and the way that the power system worked was interesting, but it left a lot to be um, basically understood because it was very vague at the beginning. And then you slowly get information as it goes on. And then there's constant callbacks to previous chapters on this is why this happened and this is why that happened. It's like, oh, shit, all this shit just makes sense. Like, it's very well written and the world is done really well. Top tier characters. The plot is top tier. Um, the direction is going is top tier. You think it's going to be this long dragging story and then you get thrust into Shibuya and it's like, oh, shit, it's, it's already hit the fan already. And you're wondering where things are going. And then reading a prequel after the fact actually kind of helped because... I didn't know what was going on and they were referencing characters and events that already happened. And I go back and read the prequel and it's like, oh shit. So he really like was in his bag and creating this world and making sure things made sense. But um, all in all, it's a great series. Um, The way it's going, it could definitely end up in my top five, Um, which I mean, my top five is One Piece, Hunter, Hunter, Magi, stuff like that. So it's definitely an elite company and it's definitely something everybody should check out if you haven't already. Yeah, I fuck with it. Thank, thank you for. Uh, now, nah, actually, I can't remember who told me to check out the prequel though. Whoever told me to check out the prequel, that was some great advice because reading the prequel first helped me with when I was actually reading it. I still struggle with 
understanding what the fuck was happening with cursed energy and cursed techniques and domains and all that for a little bit. But uh, once I really got into it, and then I went back and reread the prequel a second time, and I'll probably do a third. Uh, it does help a lot. Mm-hmm. It's strange how much he ties the world together in those four chapters of the prequel. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. facts. You're welcome. You're welcome, GB folks. How am I fucking? Yeah. <laughs> I have to agree with you, GB. I can I can get I can get the receipts <laughs> if you need. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being a producer, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, wild. Getting getting into it. Everybody wanted to the first thing I want to talk about is the comparisons to Hunter Hunter, because <clears throat> that's something I saw a lot of when I first started reading the series. And I didn't, I didn't see it from the people that I normally take my, or I didn't see it in the sense that I see some people from. So I see two styles of comparing it to Hunter Hunter. I've seen Noxie and some other reviewers that I follow on the timeline that compare it to the vibes that they get, the <clears throat> the way that the system is simple but it's also majorly complex, like like Nin. Uh, I really see it compared to Hunter Hunter in style of like the writing and how it's set up. Then I see other people comparing it to Hunter Hunter and trying to say the characters are all like Hunter Hunter and things like that. I don't really get those comparisons. I think that that's a surface level reach, but I want to see what you guys' take on it is first because that's what I see the most of and I don't really agree with that shit. I don't think it's like Hunter Hunter at all in the sense that it doesn't feel like Hunter Hunter. It just has some elements from Hunter Hunter that I think it builds on very well. Uh, I would agree. I don't Thinking about Honey Hunter and thinking about this series, I don't see a lot of similarities. Like, maybe the power system, I could possibly see that. But as far as the characters, no. Because I, I see why people would say Gon and Yuji being the lovable main protagonist. But Yuji and Gon are also very different in the fact. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's it's not enough nuance for me to just agree and say it's, it's, those characters are similar. That doesn't make any sense to me. Because there are so many different personalities within Jujutsu Kaisen and and um, Hunter x Hunter too. So I don't see it. Maybe somebody will disagree, but I don't really see it because it's just different. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just different. Yeah, I agree with you, Panda. I, I can't say that the two series are the same, but I can definitely say that um, I can see this, the similar in like where they can be similar. And like yes, in the sense of the power system, yes, I can see how it can be very complex but similar at the same time. When on the actual overall storyline, JJK gives like a certain level of like, you know, dark theme. Like it's just it's not always in like a dark mode, but it's like in, um I'm gonna say this. In a sense, as, as you're reading it, you can only you can sense like the theme of it. It's very scary, it's very ghost, a lot of you know, a lot of cursed energy. And like in in sense of like um Hunter Hunter, it's more like lighthearted in a way. Like, you know, you're following these two kids, they're main characters, main protagonists, you know, they're going on the journey, but and then they have their, their, their different side journeys. But in JJK, it's a set, set theme, and the set always going to be that same way. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm still trying to figure out how they can compare it, how they can be the same. But, um, I think I think whenever niggas read a manga that make them think, they just instantly try to compare yeah. it to Hunter Hunter. I, 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 I think that's what's really happening. Probably because I, I really don't understand how they can compare the two and say they're so similar, but they're so different. <laughs> like, so, so JJ, yeah. So, Ron, Ron, like let said, me let me give you some insight on this. 
I think I've seen most of the comparisons between Hunter Hunter and Jujutsu Kaisen because of men and cursed energy. That's what I was waiting to say. Like I don't yeah. get the series. I don't hear a series itself. I hear it. No, like, I power hear systems. Exactly. It's literally power system to power system. I personally haven't seen surf, anything surf down uh, the... surf down surf down any of the the other pages. Like um, I think I may have seen on HBCU anime. But I've seen it on the like, <laughs> Hey, come on, bro. Can I look? look I, GB, I love you, bro. I hate to cut you off right then. Let me I, I know, I know I'm, what y'all gonna say, but I'm saying I've I'm seen the comparisons out there, so I feel like it's worthy to have a conversation <laughs> nah, about it bro, because I just wanted to finish my point. That's all. I was gonna just finish my point. <laughs> That's all I was gonna say, G. That's all I was gonna say, G. But I, I'll back, I'll back away this time, sir. <laughs> but next time, <laughs> but next time on Dragon Ball Z, look at that. No, so um, the comparisons I've seen have been between Nin and Cursed Energy, and I see how those comparisons can come about, but I don't necessarily agree with them. And I don't know if I'm the only person on this hill, but like where where Nin, right? For example, people, you're not you're. Everyone can like unlock Nin if they train to do it, right? And, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but and everyone has a different Nin nature. You know, what is it? Five special specialist enhancer, all of those. Y'all know transmutation, yeah. Exactly, y'all know the Nin natures. So then, like, you have different abilities based on your Nin nature, and everyone's abilities could be some like Uvogen and Gong. You could argue that they have a similar ability just because they like real strong and can be real defensive but that's really just inherently an enhancer kind of like a character trait or personality trait right so when you get to cursed energy i've seen people are born with a certain type of cursed energy or no cursed energy at all if you're uh oh yeah this manga spoilers if you're maki or if you uh if you're Meg- Megumi's dad who is fucking my awesome. nigga told you that's that nigga crazy but hold on, hold on hold on let me finish let me finish let me finish. Ooh, I'll, hype, I'll go I'll I'll hype over that nigga he top five but anyways so but you you've seen so for example uh other folks from I forget the clan but he's from the Kyoto school he has blood manipulation as a cursed cursed energy uh cursed energy like fucking power right but you we've also seen a curse that has blood manipulation uh ghetto and megami has the same ability with their curse energy so while i don't know what get did we see ghetto's domain expansion i might be tweaking but while we don't know we know what megami's domain expansion i think that's where you said who has the same ghetto he with the they can chimera um, Right, well, not even Chimera. Like you can manipulate curses. Like you can manipulate curses, and Megumi has that same ability to manipulate curses. No, so, that's too, no Megumi. Megumi is doing Shikigami. Shikigami. Yeah, that's the same. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like the they so similar, they ain't the same. Curses, but you see what I'm saying? Though. <laughs> I see <laughs> what you're getting like, at. They but... have, they have. It's not necessarily different. Like blood manipulation isn't unique to one person in that universe. Shikigami manipulation or curse manipulation isn't unique to one person in that universe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, what I'm saying is there's a lot of different ways for people to utilize cursed energy. Some of those things are repeated. So we're like Maki can't use curses, but she got like this 
all like this ultra strength, raw ass, uh, cursed weapons manipulation. Megami's pops have the same demo going on. You feel what I'm saying? And they come from the same clan. So I'm not sure, um, where like that. I think that's where the biggest difference in that comparison for me comes in is that Nen, I feel like, is a little bit more unique per character where Cursed Energy has, like, traits that are... Some of them have, like, the same Cursed Energy power or whatever, but they utilize that differently, if that makes sense. Well, I'm kind of missing your point then because I feel Um, like the point you made with Gon and Ugovin, that's, like, they're both enhancers and they're using their power to different restrictions but if you but look Gon at had uh rock paper scissors Ugovin just had them hands you feel but if you look at so you look big at... bang attack his big bang impact is the same thing as, as rock but if you if you look at right, uh megami his is slightly different in the sense that he can only uh can possess he can only have those 10 slots his 10 shadow slots or whatever you call them at a yeah, time but the and also he has to he has to defeat the uh he has to actually defeat the the Shigakami first before he can actually control it. If he hasn't defeated it yet, then he doesn't actually have control of it. Right. He can still Was summon it. Was that not it. the same as Ghetto? No, no. Ghetto can that control is, him. Is, no. It that is the same, the same as yes, Ghetto. Exactly. Yes, it is. It's the same. It's the same, same exact power. If you yeah. think Ghetto back has- to the if you think back to the prequel, that's the whole reason he was after Rika. But I'm still confused. When have we seen Ghetto bring a demon, like summon uh Shigakami or a cursed spirit or whatever? That he has not exercised. Rika, remember in the prequel, he was he trying tried to get. He was, get she was Rika. trying to get Rika. But that's when have we seen him summon one that he has not exercised? That's where I'm stuck. At. Y'all telling me we, we have it. Megami is the same thing. Ghetto does the same thing. They both have to exercise. But Megami can summon one that he has not exercised. No, he, the no only he's exercised. All you're those talking about that. He, you're he, talking, you're he literally he literally summoned a demon that no other shot that no shadow demon has ever exercised. But did you hear the explanation that was given when he did it? Like he had to fulfill all these certain requirements. In order to exactly summon, right, so isn't isn't that a part? That's a part of his technique, his right? It's not under his control. I'm not saying it's under his control, but that's a part of his technique, correct? That's not just his technique, though. That's anyone like can a, do that. Zen, yes, that's a zenning thing. I want. I want to say actually the shikigami, the shikigami thing. I want to say in that specific clan that uh, those that I think it's a the demon dogs. I forget what I think they're called the demon dogs, whatever. That's one of the prerequisites for summoning that. And the thing was, like, nobody's ever been able to exercise that thing. So I forgot the ritual he performed, but he performed that ritual because he knew he couldn't exercise it. But he brought the other character into that ritual to where the other character also had to fight that same. um, Exactly. So what I'm saying is, regardless if it's singular to him or it's to his clan, it's not necessarily that every jujitsu user can do that, correct? Right, but I'll technique. Well, yeah. So, but so, so like if, if, they use if Ghetto Yeah. If Ghetto had had it where he needed to like summon and I, he did summon like some crazy special grade curse that he let loose. Um mm-hmm. but like if he had that those same stipulations, I wouldn't be surprised if he could do that same thing. But like the the point is that in order for them to use those curses, those shikigami, they have to exercise them first. So outside of that one time, Megami and Ghetto's curse energy and their curse powers are the exact same. Right, but and, you're, still, you're still making my point with that one time. It's still a subtle difference between what they have going on. It's not. Well, I can't, you can't even say it's a subtle difference unless you know for a fact that Ghetto can't do that. 
we just haven't been shown that because he's already dead and you know okay i'm gonna go back and read that because i'm still i'm still gonna stand on it's like differences between their techniques and that's something that I do enjoy. Yes, they they aren't creating like their own technique uh, because it can be inherited and passed down through the clan. Um, but they are using them slightly different than other clans or other families, even if they have something that's similar to the same technique. So that's been something I appreciated, and I feel like that's what separates. Uh, because if, if Ghetto could do that, then I feel like he would be able to pose more of a threat to Gojo than he can pose right now. Because the other limitless uh six eyes person that was gojo's ancestor and megami's ancestor had the same power as megami what made them on equal equal ground if ghetto can do everything they can do then the gap wouldn't be as large between ghetto and gojo so i feel like it's those slight differences that give them an edge in battle that's different between the two techniques i'm not convinced that ghetto can do the same things that megami can do even though his power is similar in nature I, I I see what you're saying, and I think that because they belong to those four great clans, they have, like, better abilities. So, like, if you think about it, like, uh, let's see, if you think about it, like, how uh, Kakashi, for example, can use the Sharingan the same way as a Uchiha, but Uchiha can unlock more potential from their Sharingan because they belong to that bloodline. They have that KK Genkai. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's the same technique. It's a Sharingan is still a Sharingan, but Kakashi could never use Izanagi or Izanami because he's not of that bloodline of the Uchiha. That's how I'm thinking about it. And I could be wrong, but that would that make the most sense. To me. Well, I'll get I'll get back to you on that one. I don't want to hold too much of this conversation. I see what GB's saying because refreshing my memory back on it, the different like how I see the difference is Shikigami and Curse Spirits are not exactly the same. Like, Ghetto could possibly potentially manipulate something like we saw when the school, when, when Yuji first went to the school to get the finger back and shit, and something was like all the cursed spirits would come to get it. He, he could possibly potentially manipulate stuff like that, but not necessarily a, a Shikigami, which I consider, well, I might be completely wrong, but I consider those to be two different things. But I see what y'all, where y'all are going with this, though. But I see GB's point, too. Outside of the power system, the only. The only real comparison, and and to be clear, like I said earlier, I feel like the only, the only similarities I feel in the power system is that, um, it's a pretty simple system at the base, but the way that the powers manifest becomes much more complex and kind of unique to the users and individuals, which I do appreciate. Uh, outside of that, the only real comparison that I'm really feeling right now, uh, are the are the dark the darker themes, which. The darker, more intellectual things, which I would say only come out in Chimera Ant at this force for me in Hunter Hunter, uh, if you watch the anime. And really the fact that it makes you think about shit when niggas is talking about their powers. So to my earlier point, I feel like most of the people that are really trying to compare it to Hunter Hunter have just come across an anime that makes them think more than your average shonen. And they're just like, oh, this is a Hunter Hunter style anime or manga, depending on what, what it is that you're doing. That's I'm gonna really need people to expand their repertoire because even with that, it's just. I mean, it, it probably makes sense to some people. I see what you're saying, but I guess me thinking of Hunter X Hunter and me thinking of Jujutsu Kaisen, it's just so many differences. Like, like yeah, it gets darker with Hunter X Hunter. It gets darker as like time goes, like as the series goes on. But Jujutsu Kaisen starts off with a really a horror theme. If we want to be specific, yeah. like when I first saw the 
the cover of Jujutsu Kaisen, I was like, okay, so this is a horror manga. And it technically is, but you get more into it, it becomes more than that. But it starts off with this darker, more kind of malevolent idea, of, especially with, when it comes to the people, the, the, the creatures that they fight, which is made out of curse energy. When you think of this, even if you just watch the anime, based off of what's been happening in the anime lately, it's already just got this darker theme and stuff like that. Like, that's how it hits the ground running with it, to me. I could be wrong, but that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, Panda. Um, it definitely has the horror theme, and I love that about you, JJK. Um, it definitely uh, it sticks through it throughout the entire series, throughout the entire read of the manga without reading it, too. It's like, it's like even when their personal character growth, it's like that, just like you were saying, after you, it's like their negative emotions, like, you know, grow their cursed energy. And it's like those same that same curse energy, the same curse energy that they're also fighting. So it's like it's a battle of like you know negative emotions as they're battling these you know curse energies. Like which ones could be more powerful, or more overbearing. And um, that's one thing I really liked about it, just that idea of the curse energy itself and how they created and how they come to be. Like you know, like Mahito, his I guess um his curse will be basically like you know the hatred for human beings. And I feel like you know um, he's born from the hatred of human yeah. beings after each other. Yeah, exactly. And you know that, and it's like, you know, and it, and his power comes from the more hatred that people have for each other, and that's how stronger he gets. And at the same time, when he was fighting, um, when he was fighting Yuji, it's like Yuji was going through that same turmoil and stuff, like, you know, like, does he hate people as much as he needs to for him to want to kill them? And say like, that character growth really, you know, it, it stuck to me, man, because it got me thinking, like, you know, now we think about different themes inside of an anime, not just things are like, you know, battling the enemy, but actually things are like battling, you know, yourself and how you want to perceive yourself going to going um going ahead. If you want to be like this type of person or do you want to be stick to your goals or you want to go get your own things and you know be more malevolent in a sense. Does the body dysmorphia bother you, Panda? No, you're talking about uh body horror? No. Body dysmorphia is a different thing. That's that's a mental oh. disorder. But um Okay. Whatever body this type of body horror doesn't bother me as much. Like, what's the difference? I don't, I don't know. It's 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 not portrayed in a way that's really just repulsive to me. But I guess if I go back and watch Akira, I could possibly watch it now. Like this is back then, this is now. But I don't mm-hmm. like body horror when it comes to like live action stuff. I'm still not a fan of live action body horror. But like cars, like anime body horror, I can handle to an extent as long as this doesn't act up my uh tyrophobia. So because we had that conversation about Akira, and then I'm sitting there reading through the manga like. Panda couldn't stomach Akira because of the the body horror. I told you, but, but that was years ago when it first came on Adult Swim and stuff. That's not now, right now. I'm not saying I could I could possibly try to watch it now and I'd probably be fine. But oh. now it's just like it's a little bit more tolerable as long as like stuff doesn't act like I have. I don't know if y'all know what like tetraphobia is, but I have that. This window small holes. You see multiple small holes in one place, and it makes your skin crawl. And that's that's what I have. And that shit is disgusting. I hate it. I was gonna ask a question. So, like, based on that fear of like small holes, can you think of what kind of cursed spirit would form if multiple people had that same fear? Would that cursed spirit, you know, um, what would it look like, and what would be like? Go ahead. It might be a type of creature that it has is full of like literally full of small holes. It can curl. Like I don't know. I don't know. How- and also, and what would it say? Because you know, I've noticed one thing about all the cursed spirits. They all say like this one phrase over and over again. <laughs> then that's and it's always funny what they say too. Like one's got detergent. Is that all cursed spirit or just the ones that have been hum- that were human that got turned into cursed? Oh, they're still that's yeah, they're still retaining some of their consciousness. 
What? Yeah, I, cursed beings and mm-hmm. cursed spirits are like are really different. Cursed beings are what Mahi tur- turns humans into mm-hmm. or creates, you know, after he trans you know, transmorphs them and shit like that. Cursed okay. spirits, however, is based on something that has like passed on. Okay, now you're like right. Because I'm thinking back to the first time I heard him start talking. I'm like, oh, that was definitely after the movie theater with um with um Nanami on that roof. I ain't feel bad for them. I wanna uh, I wanna talk about the story up until this point and get your thoughts on how the story's progressed, uh, which arcs you like the best. I wanna start off with the I guess he's the OG leak since he introduced Carlito to the game. And Carlito introduced me, would that make him like my, my Jujutsu Kaisen grandfather? I don't know. Dear but Jesus. Leak, give me your, your feedbacks on the story. Um, I like the way it's progression. Um I'm not sure how long it's gonna be based on how much is how fast it's going by um i wasn't expecting yuji to acquire so many fingers so soon but i mean i can't complain i'm not complaining that it's getting to the shit like very very quickly um i think the pacing is done really well especially especially in the anime um it's not being dragged out um he's getting a good amount of chapters in every episode and then in a manga um I feel like there's no wasted chapters and there's very little wasted panels, if any wasted panels for that matter. Um, my favorite arc is easily the Gojo flashback. Um, yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. When I, when I read that panel, when he, like, after he, I guess you could say, came back, after he used reversal, reverse Jujushiki and healed himself, and he got this better understanding of his own cursed energy and how right. he could better use it. He, he, had this, he had this moment of enlightenment, basically. Where he had, where he literally like had one of the biggest flexes I feel like I've ever read in manga. Um, I was just like, this shit is different. Like, this shit was absolutely in- insane. And then mm-hmm. you finally, because of him understanding his cursed energy better, he was able to fully use his power. Because if we've seen in the flashback, he wasn't able to use red and blue on command. Like it was, it was something that would happen occasionally. And then once he got his, um, once he got his better understanding of the cursed energy. And uh, he also gave he also gave uh, gave us a little glimpse into how the cursed lineage like I'm not cursed family lineages lineage I guess you could say with the Gojo clan and how techniques are passed down but even amongst your clan like there are some things that are kept hidden and also the back the downside of because if you if these techniques are passed down of course there are ways that they can leak leak out and that's how Toji uh, Toji was able to counter him so well but then it's like you get this moment of oh yeah you thought you was fucking with me. But now that I'm at this different level, I alone am the honored one. And he Boom. hits his ass with purple with the first time. And it's like, oh, shit. That man came back with the God complex. <laughs> he went into one of the best training arcs. We had the unfortunate luck of having off screen. Because uh, I, I would have liked to see what he went through in that little that little time period in between. When the next time you see him, he's linking up with uh, Ghetto and what's her name? Shoko, I think. And they kind of like, oh, you've been going crazy. And he's talking about all the, the upgrades and enhancements and how far he came. And now I can keep my powers on 24-7 and I can refine it to these little minute instances where I'm looking at flies and bugs that are that are flying around me. So that's just crazy. Like, I would like to see or get insight into what he did during that, art, uh, during that little training arc that he went through that we didn't get. Making the GOAT? Making the, the story goat. of Gojo Satoru? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Gojo. Uh, most definitely. Uh, the as far as the you said that's one of the biggest flexes you ever 
read the manga? That's a top fly flex, a top five flex I've ever seen in a manga panel. I texted Leek when I read that shit, and that's in my notes so I could keep it in mind. Like, that shit is powerful. Throughout the heavens and the earth, I alone am the honored one. That is, that shit is, like, that shit hit, hit me, okay? Hit me here. Point to my heart. Yeah. Here, okay? It makes me think uh, a theme that I've been playing with as I'm reading through Jujutsu Kaisen is Gojo's path versus the path that Itadori is kind of on. Um, Gojo's path and the way that the, I guess the bad guys in this sense, but Jogo makes me wonder who's really the fucking bad guy around here sometimes. Uh, but the bad guys of Ghetto and his squad, the way that they look at Gojo, it makes it seem like his path is closer to that of a villain. Um, and he does straddle that line a lot where he has the coldness to be able to destroy if he needs to destroy or be like, you know, fuck these humans, they collateral damage because he was able to be selfish and put himself on a pedestal above others has the chosen one. And then it makes me look at a Yuji Itadori and his path of where his grandfather set him on to make friends and, you know, live a life worth living so that you can die a death, uh, you know, a more pleasant death, a death with friends and people around you in your life. And so, uh, I'm kind of looking at those two themes and it's making me wonder like which is the right way to power and which is the right way to use power and can if selfish if selfishness is done for communal gain is it still the right thing uh it's a couple things that i'm playing with right now reading through the story i've had time to flesh everything out because i just went through 70 chapters in the past day but uh definitely a lot of questions in my head thinking about like gojo's rise to power and then seeing how uh, Yuji is growing, especially with these. Now that he's been fed the the fifteen, he's had fifteen fingers total. But that he that burst had 15 of fingers. Yeah, he, he has had fifteen fingers total. Has has he had, has he had fifteen fingers? Yet? Guy fed him yeah. like seven in the Shibuya arc. No, Jogo just gave him ten. The girls gave him yeah. the the girl oh, gave him that's one, right. and he had four that before right. that. So he's got fifteen fingers. But that burst of eleven he just took in. Was what allowed Sakuna to take over and do his thug dizzle. Yeah, uh, I remember now. I for, yeah. I really forgot that, that he gave them them, them all them fingers and shit. Yeah. I really yeah. forgot that for a second. Man, yeah, rest even in to, that to go uh, uh, Jogo. Bro. I fuck with Jogo, bro. Like he really got me too. wondering who the, who the bad guy. Him and uh, Hanami, they got me wondering Joke. like who really the bad guy because they want they want peaceful things that I think you will want as a sentient being. No. But like so, the path that they wanted. Peaceful might be a stretch. I see what you're saying. They want to be It's subjective. They claim, to the it, it is subjective. But. It's not a stretch. It's subjective. They, mm. the, real, the real villain is I think the real villain is Ghetto. The, well, yeah. the, cursed, yeah. the cursed being that has become Ghetto. Right, and because we don't know who the real, fuck this nigga is. Right, the second real villain is Mahito. I think Jogo, Hanami, and uh, damn, I can't remember Ocean Folk's name, but I feel like they had very. <laughs> Dago, 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 Dagon. Oh, D A G O N, Dagon, Dagon. Oh, 
ocean folks. Cthulhu. I feel like they the had. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah, he's talking the about one, the one that, who that, evolved. That, that, the no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about uh, GB because that was that his name. Ocean. I'm folks? giving. I'm giving y'all his yeah, fucking name. He's giving us ocean folks name. But he's sticking with ocean folks. I don't. I don't know why y'all confused. I don't know what part y'all not getting. He's stuck with ocean folks. So, so Takoyaki fam, whatever y'all want to call him, we rolling with it. Oh, oh me, sushi folks. Nah, so sushi. He, uh, I think him, him, Hanami, and Jogo uh, were. And think about, think about what they represented too. They were the most pure. I think they had the most pure intentions as cursed spirit, uh, cursed being. Well, yeah, most definitely cursed spirit. Yeah, because they all because they represent. The fear yeah, of the different earth. natural disasters right. and stuff the like earth, that. The earth, the ocean, and the forest, right? And then you get Ghetto, who just like, I don't know what his intentions are for real. I think he just want to fuck shit up. This new dude. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to learn more about him. But then Mahito, he just want to like be stronger, even though he's going outside right now. Like his whole, he didn't really care about anything that uh, Hanami and them had going on. But Jogo was like real life pure. Like he, he, I've always felt, except for that first scene when he was in the restaurant, the restaurant he just started bro. killing people. I'm like, he a dickhead. <laughs> no, I'm like, he's hey, a dickhead. That, that, that waiter, that waiter scene, smart but... as hell. Yo, that, that waiter was... smart as hell. He was like, if I go over there, I'm going to die. I'll quit. That nigga but he, he probably, he probably has some form of curse energy, some, some very low level that. of it to be able yeah, to sense facts. that. This True. is not where the fuck I want to be. I'm from the streets, and I I can smell <laughs> I when it's a problem in this, in this bit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I'm I'm, I'm just, hoping I'm, I'm hoping to, what I'm, this story is now is just like the first saga of Jujutsu Kaisen because okay. it seemed like you know I I want I want this to continue because like it's it's very good and I want to see Yuji continue to grow. I want to see Megumi come into his fullest potential. Uh, I want to see Goat Joe be even more goat like. So it's like I'm I'm thinking this is just like the first saga, and I'm loving how it's like wrapping up with the Shibuya incident. But I'm also curious to see what Ghetto's real intentions are. Like, and I might have just missed it because they love to to say, "Well, this is what my intentions are in chapter two, and then bring it back now on they older shit." Honestly, I don't <laughs> think I don't think this Ghetto. We know the original Ghetto's ideals and stuff but this ghetto we don't know he just i think he was right utilizing uh gojo hanami and dagon and mahito too you know to just we don't know his true plan but like they his it's he, ocean was used, folks. He's, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was basically using them you know acting like he was his ideas aligned with them because the reason and i think and not many people realize that because at first I thought it was the actual ghetto for a second and then I realized it's not because you remember those two girls he was with they did not like him. And that's the person, the original Ghetto saved them when they were in their village. So that's how you know that that isn't the actual Ghetto. I'm trying to figure out. Well, we know who, it's not the actual Ghetto I mean, because yeah, he died in the yeah, No, when, we when know, he, but not Gojo, everybody else does. No, Gojo knows too. Like literally when he was yeah. little, he was like, I know I'm not talking about the series. I'm talking about people who watch who it. Like, I'm not talking about oh, the people yeah, like. Well, they, they, they barely well, yeah. they have this part. anime. Yeah. But I guess I guess I'm just like looking at that He's probably we don't know his two intentions, but we do know. Like I really feel like in this next chapter, he's not gonna save Mahito. He looked like he yeah. Don't I was gonna say I, I feel like we finna find out <laughs> soon. I feel like I know what's gonna happen. I have a guess anyway, because we know theory, what type folk. of 
because we have we know what type of curse user Ghetto was. We have using a shiki, the cur- uh, absorbing the curse spirits and manipulating them. I he feel like gonna he's, gonna, Mahito. He's, gonna, he's gonna exercise Mahito so he can use him as his own curse spirit. And I feel like that was also part of his thing. I feel like he was banking on as Yuji he... and Shakuna to uh, push him to the point to where he needed Ghetto to help him. And then now he's like, all right, now I can just go ahead and exercise you and add you to my own collection type shit. So I've now I've added uh, a special grade and I've sealed Gojo. So it's like, I currently, like, nobody can fuck with me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm also not taking the possession of uh, Gojo off the docket either. Has has something that he may reach for because... Um, we do know that he's like literally a brain that's taken over Ghetto's body, so uh, whatever whatever his main his main intention is as a villain right now, I'm sure it has to align somewhat to the original Ghetto's plan um, because that was the main reason why he wasn't going to draw attention to himself. But I'm also thinking about like Ghetto's positioning and uh, what he could get close to, and so Gojo is definitely one of those people. So it makes me wonder. You know, do you plan on utilizing him beyond just imprisoning him? Like, yeah, you could imprison him and take a powerful piece off the board, but his his uh, his his leaning towards greed and kind of malice, in a sense, makes me think that he is going to have too much ego to just take Gojo off the board. I think he's going to try to manipulate him to his own power at some point. That's, that's just where I'm that's at. Not happening. That's where I'm nah. at right now. I think he's scared of go. I think he's scared of Gojo, folks. I, I think he wanted him see. I think he's scared, but I don't so think he's he gonna get stay him that out way. the way. Nah. No. So he he basically Even. said that like nah, you're gonna stay in here for the next thousand years. Like he's gonna yeah. keep him sealed because Geta or Gojo's existence itself is what kept the world in balance. Right. So like now that get Gojo is gone, that literally throws everything out of balance to where curses can now rise up. Like it's literally one of those things to where. My existence itself is what keeps people from attacking. My existence itself mm-hmm. is what causes balance. Like, awesome Captain Yamamoto type shit. Like, nobody's like, as long as I'm here, it doesn't matter type shit. Uh, Even so, greater so after, than after, But you guys That's are thinking. That's why he used in, to go. You guys are thinking in a sense of right now, like, as the world is right now. What's to stop him from feeling that after, let's say he does change the world and it becomes drastically skewed in the way of demons and and curse uh spirits and all that to a point so, where even if even if gojo is a part of it like he has the advantage in that point what's to stop him from feeling like now's the chance this is assuming that he manages to keep gojo in prison which i don't think is gonna happen but i'm mm-hmm. i'm considering i'm considering a p- potential plan that he may have i'm not saying this is going to work out but i'm just trying to imagine like if i'm a villain in his shoes what are the what are the many plans that i have that are running because maybe five of them get destroyed or blown up but maybe five of them work you don't know so, since I don't can, know his but motives, I'm but just you kind of also have an outlier because even though Sakuna is, is a curse spirit, it doesn't, doesn't mean he's going to uh, go along with Ghetto. Even if that's what, like, that's also a big outlier. Even with Gojo out of the picture, you still have Sakuna in the way too, and Sakuna's yeah. not going to roll over and just be okay with the way. Oh well, yeah, you can do what you want because exactly, even which though is more he gave reason for me two, to have a backup car like Gojo. And so, what's he going to do with Sakuna? Because Sakuna's not that easily sealed either. I was going to say, so this, I hear you, GB, and that shit would be dope, but, like, my my brain, after, like, reading and watching so much uh, Shonen, like, they all do kind of fit the same narrative, 
So, like, Yuji is already having a moment, right? Like, mm-hmm. if we think about it, Yuji got fucked up. And then Sukuno, and then, you know, got the, the fingers. He got fucked up by blood mani- manipulation and cursed being, folks. And then, um, <laughs> you, you added folks to everything. It's just funny. It's, funny. it's the Shikai. It's the, it's the GD in me. And, the, and then Sukuna came out. Uh, well, Jogo gave him the finger. Sukuna came out, fucked Jogo up, and then obviously healed up Yuji. He was able to maintain his body, but like he had that experience now to be able to face Mahito when he couldn't even face blood manipulation, folks. So it's like, I feel like Yuji is growing throughout the Shibuya incident in a way where he might be able to combat um, Ghetto. And, like, that might be, like, the final showdown type shit. And it's still hella early on. Like, we all know the Shonen MCs figure out a way to win. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, we're going to get a, a Shonen narrative pool. But I think that it's going to be done in a way that makes us all, like, Forget that it's still like a show. <laughs> mm, I think it's a lot of things that could happen. We still don't know what the fuck Sukuna has planned with Megumi. That's his underlying motive thing. Like that's a big thing that we don't know what the fuck is going on. Because like that's he something to train that, he, that nigga. He's literally has his own plot going. Like he literally told old girl, "Don't keep making the preparations. Like keep doing fuck. Like, you know what the, you know what the plan is type shit." And then from the beginning, when he first encountered Megumi, he was like, you're wasting your potential. Like, he chose not to kill Megumi. When he fought against that ritualistic summoning, he literally used his domain expansion and made sure Megumi was not caught in it. He came through to save Megumi to make sure Megumi didn't get killed. Like, he has something planned. And then on the flip side, Yuji, as as, uh, Gojo was saying, he was like, at some point, uh, Sakuna's techniques will start getting ingrained in you and you'll start being able to use some of his techniques. So that's mm-hmm. another thing we got to think about too. And not to mention, we don't know Yugi's history or background because I still think there's something about, and this is something that I really want to know, Yugi's strong for a human, which isn't all that normal. So what, and plus, I think also his grandfather is going to become a key figure later on because they wouldn't, I don't think they would, I mean, they've done it before in anime, but I don't think they would introduce this idea of of Yuji, they would introduce Yuji's grandfather too, where he would never be, not be important because the main critical one of the main critical factors as to why Yuji started doing this is because to fulfill his grandfather's wish. And I really think, and this is a theory, if y'all remember the prequel, Gojo literally said, "Love is the most twisted curse of all," which is true. We can apply that same ideal to Yuji's grandfather telling him, "Die surrounded by people, save people, all that stuff," which could be considered a curse in itself even though it was like such you know something just you know beautiful words at the end of his life it could be con- construed as a curse that yuji is trying to live by and so there's so much so many unknowns about yuji himself that that can come into play not just Sakuna, but those two as those as well i, don't I know definitely think yuji no i definitely think yuji is a uh, part of one of them four clans like one of the four great clans because I mean we know we've seen Zenny, we've seen the other one that uh damn I'm tweaking because I can't remember the four, but you know what I'm saying? Like we got these great clans. Yuji is something something about his background is is way too we don't know enough. We don't know anything other than the fact that he had a grandfather. It's gonna mm-hmm. come up in the story. I think he's gonna find out like he comes from like this crazy lineage of like powerful jujutsu sorcerers and then next thing you know we're gonna have like <laughs> he gonna be the fucking goat the next goat 
I think it's three great clans, not four. It's three, not four. Okay. Because then, yeah, no, it's, uh, because the, it's, it's Gojo, it's Gojo, Zenin, and uh, Kamo. The Kamo. Okay, when Buddy right, was right, going gotcha. when Buddy was going nuts on his ass. Yeah, right. the Kamo was the blood manipulation dude. Yeah, I thought he was. Oh, never mind. I see what y'all saying. Yeah, so I'm thinking he maybe shit, maybe Yuji come from the fucking Gojo clan. We just I don't was, know it yet, type shit. I, I mean, like even in a prequel, he said that um, what's his name is a distant cousin of his. Um, Gojo. Man, I want to see more of that nigga. Okatsu, yeah. that's his name. Yeah, I think I think I think it's Okatsu, or I can't remember the other dude. It's one I can't remember who's who, but yeah, dude with the Rika with Rika, whatever. Wait, bro, well, who used to he have? Been... Does he does he still have? Nah. Rika? yeah, he doesn't have Rika anymore. Who Yuta? I think he has Rika, but it's not in the same way. Like she changed yeah. or some shit. I don't know. I don't really know, but because she still, passed on, he's still a third year though. That's yeah. That's that's who Toto wanted to be in the the festival. He wanted them to to be in there. Like he was pissed off that they weren't gonna be there. I need to Which, see. I need to see him in the main story because look, I'm ready. They talking about he, he can be the most powerful. Like they also he one of the most powerful motherfuckers. And I'm like Toto out here clapping with a fuck on his Netero shit, going crazy. I need to see that's what this nigga can do. That was also a Hunter Hunter reference that I felt like it kind was. of slid. Oh, in. it was praying it was. Praying it yeah. And then even in his last chapter where he said applause, what, did he, what the fuck did he say? When he was standing Applaus up there, he said something about applause. Yeah, it comes from the soul. Praying comes from the heart. Ain't that what Netro said or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, there's parallels there. But see, <laughs> I feel like there's parallels and I'm going to kind of like change the topic a little bit to, to how Jujutsu Kaisen takes the best parts of other Shonen Jump titles and like damn near capitalizes on them and make them better. Because if you look at the 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 Sakuna and Yuji thing, I was talking with Leek about this when I first started reading. I was like, I really like how they not doing the Naruto Kurama thing, right. where like Naruto always up. depended on Kurama to get him out of jams, or like it was always Kurama came out of nowhere to get Naruto out of jams, and Yuji like, nah, I'm finna, you know, I'm finna do this shit on my own. Like Sakuna really showed up in the early chapters disappeared for a long ass fucking time and then showed up when he got them 11 fingers from Jogo. And In I fact, he made fun of, he made, when Yuji wanted to help you, Sakuna, to help uh, Junpei, he made fun of him. He said, fuck that. <laughs> Nigga, you funny. And he laughed at him along with Mahito when, like, Junpei got uh, turned into a cursed being. Like, I was just like, god damn, this is very much different from Naruto Karama. Because Naruto could access Karama's power just like that. But Sakuna is an entirely different being who's not locked up in Yuji. Like he can, he can do whatever the fuck he wants, and he doesn't have to give Yuji his abilities. And even then, like he doesn't directly access his power. He has to give his body to him, right? And he let has him to give u- it. Like, use him, <laughs> exactly. Right. And I, I, I love that about that. And then um, there's no, and there's no sense that they will ever be friends. They will never oh, be friends. No. They will never be buddies. <laughs> they are diametrically never. opposed. They I'm not never ready be to like, say let's that. go, Sakuna. Nah, let's go defeat I, this bad guy. Happen, that shit should not happen. If it does happen, I'll be very upset. But I'm not <laughs> ready to say that it won't happen. And oh, I'm not ready shit. to say it won't happen. Just Why to go back, playing? just oh, to go God. back to Yuta, uh, he still is the strongest because he has unlimited energy and he can shape it into any technique. So yeah, that I mean, going crazy in that fight. He's like, oh, he got hit. But Gojo was saying that he has the potential. Him. The other Okatsu uh, dude, uh, Megumi and Yuji, all have the potential to be at his level. 
Yeah, cause I'm I know for I know for you to alone, but and especially like what I was thinking when I read the prequel and everything like I wrote about on Twitter, I feel like uh, I felt like love was his before we got it before we learned about the grandfather and all that shit. I felt like love was his uh, curse. Him being in love with I forgot shorty name Rika. Rika. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him being that's in exactly love with Rika, and that was his curse. Uh, and his love for her ended up turning her into a curse, a cursed spirit. And she has unlimited power, and he can make he can do any curse technique according to you know Gojo in the books. So a per, a person that just has unlimited power and he can do any curse technique, like that boy could be super dangerous, especially if he starts combining curse te- techniques and how he puts them together. I feel like that's yeah. such a comparable thing to Nan. I'm sorry, that's just a so comparable to Nan. No, the but, fact that uh, the fact the explanation of having cursed energy and then adding a technique to it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a huge difference. Like you can have cursed energy, and you'll get the. It reminds me of how when Jiraiya was teaching Naruto the Rasengan. Like you can mm-hmm. add these first two steps, and this is what you get when you hit the tree. But when you add this last step to it, is when you really get the full. You bring the full power of the technique. Where it's like nature manipulation plus uh, shape. I think it's like shape control or some shit like that. Where it's like yeah. you have to have the two things in order to actually fully realize the technique. Well, for me, that's a concept. Of, that's a concept of shonen in general. Is like adding technique and adding your own spin and flavor to whatever power you have. I, I could say the same thing about Luffy having the 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 Gomo Gomo no Me, and how he could just be a rubber band nigga that's throwing flimsy punches, but he's turned it into so much more. So, right. like, that's something I get from shonen in general. But I I do want to see what happens with uh, Yuta and like what he puts together because like what gave him the ability to be able to turn, uh, one create his own cursed spirit and then imbue that cursed spirit with like limited i mean limitless uh cursed energy and if that is love then now that we got isadori that's going through his whole process if his love is fueling him is that going to give him the ability to have limitless cursed energy and his ability to like create his own techniques or form whatever he's going to form to be more of a foil to Sakuna. I, I'm also with, with Carlito that I don't want to see them niggas become like friends, friends. In essence, uh, I would like to have them niggas still have the dynamic that they have because I enjoy that I'm reading the manga and I'm having to retrain myself in moments where I'd be used to uh, Karama popping up and being like, oh, I'm here to save the day. Sakuna <laughs> is fucking silent, bro. Mm-hmm. Then, it, it, there there is no pop out. He like suck that shit up, bro. <laughs> he made that contract with Yuji as well to bring him back that we still right. have to come back to. Which yeah. you know that's and Yuji does. Yeah, doesn't I don't know what like, the contract is. The moment when like that when Gojo asked him like, "Do you remember making a deal with Sakuna?" You know, after he came back to life and stuff. And you just that was like, part I of the contract. Yeah, right. You just said, crazy. "I don't remember." I was just like, like two things. If I, whenever I say, <laughs> I think he said like a keyword or whatever. He give him his body for a minute, and he would that boy anybody, a sleeper sale. And then he was like, "The second condition is you don't remember this contract." That's going to absolutely one thousand percent come up at some point. Whether mm-hmm. it be how Sakuna escapes is. his body or takes over his body, I still I'm still under the assumption that he's going to use Megumi somehow to summon him or something. Yeah, I, I really feel like at That's the end of this, theory. when we get to the end of this manga, whenever it happens, the main villain is more than likely gonna be Sakuna. No, it's absolutely yeah, right. He's part of it. Gonna be For Sakuna. Sure. He's the, the cursed spirit of all cursed spirits. To get to the get back to the powers, king, real, if you will. To Ooh. get back to the powers, real quick, I read up on it real quick. Uh, Megumi can summon Shikigami 
all Shikigami are cursed spirits, but all cursed spirits are not Shikigami. Geto, on the other hand, has the ability to absorb them. So he doesn't have to. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to exercise them. He doesn't have to beat them. So it's a different just, technique than entirely. It's a, it's a. It's totally different. He can okay. just come up. Do, he can do. come up and absorb them. They. They kind of. They manifest to us as the reader like similarly, but he's coming up and absorbing them, and he can absorb cursed spirits. He can hold a thousand of them. He can hold two million of them, and he can manipulate those cursed spirits to be able to make them into one, or make them into many to separate some. That's that super sense, different. That's not yeah, what Megami that's... is doing. Megami just has his 10 slots, and he can summon other Shikigami, but then he has to exercise them and control them. He doesn't just have control over them just because he summoned them. Hey, and Whereas... Megumi's technique is shadow manipulation as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a shadow thing. Because then he Come also uses... shadow cards? He that's also... A... That's his domain. domain expansion. Yeah. yeah. I love that fucking name for that. Fi- Fire, by the way, uh, <laughs> while we on Bro, the subject. <laughs> Bro, domain expansion when it's... it's... Bro, it's so fucking cold. I didn't understand that shit at all when I was first reading the manga. I was like, this shit raw as fuck. I don't have any idea what the fuck is going on. And then as I kept going and they started doing it with the narration and shit like that, I was like, oh, that makes it even better. And then in the anime, when Gojo explained it, I was like, oh! Like, it's it's interesting because a lot of people, Not, I'm gonna say, not gonna say a lot, even with domain expansion being a main thing every one of them are different like go to is you get so much information you don't know you can't move you can't like actually do anything about it but you like know everything with uh mojitos he touches your soul if you enter it and we saw how that shit worked out when he tried to touch yuji so end up touching sakuna sakuna said bitch if you don't get the fuck real quick real quick real quick quick pause in the in the scanlations for that part uh sakuna actually said the same thing that gojo said in the flashback the in all the heavens, I alone are in the am the honored one. Oh, that's right. Yes, but it's it not. Is. It wasn't the official translation. It, no, it, but, wasn't it like it yeah. was more of a narration than a direct statement from Sakuna too, right? Because I remember it being the boxes being different. Like when it's like in a circle, it's like direct like conversation and statements. And when it's in a box, it's the narration. I remember that. Yeah. Either way, they changed it. But go ahead. Go ahead. Two two things. Uh, number one, the domains are fucking fire, and if people weren't paying attention during this uh, Shibuya art, definitely go back and reread because Gage was giving us the fucking keys throughout this arc, like how to use the nuances, the pressures that it causes, domains competing against domains, yep. uh, mm-hmm. all the similarities between domains and barriers and curtains. A lot went on in this fucking arc, so coming to the end of this Shibuya arc, what do you guys want to see like going forward? Like Any theories, any hot takes? Mm. Uh, Sukuna gonna fight Ghetto at the end. Cause, yeah, I see that. Cause Shonen. <laughs> cause Shonen. Um, I, I want to see Yuji come into his own with his own powers. Not just Sukuna's abilities, but his own abilities as well. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't have those now, but they aren't as refined as when you compare them to his classmates. Like, I'm not saying he gotta be just like Megumi or Nobara. I hope Nobara's O-fucking-K. That's another thing. He gains, I'm uh, still... I'm sorry. He He's gonna gain Sakuna's techniques, right? He's like, gonna yeah, gain like Sakuna's techniques, but I think he's gonna be able to incorporate his divergent his own... fist into Sakuna's techniques to, like, make them... Right, like, like, yeah. like I, I don't want it to just be... I don't want it to just be Yuji, oh, I'm gonna utilize Sakuna's technique. I want it to have... If he's gonna use Sakuna's technique, he's gonna either, it's gotta have his own spin on it, not just that divergent fist. Divergent slash. <laughs> <laughs> Div- divergent cut. 
Well, <laughs> while, while while we're on the subject of his powers, then I really think that Yuji's powers are going to be kind of a like he. It seems like he's controlling the inverse. So like if Sakuna's power is dismantled, I think Yuji's is like combined or whatever, for lack of a better hey, word, because so he's always to say, he, he Josuke. <laughs> Let's go. Start, start No, because like he's had multiple moments. Something that I thought was like uh, originally thought was just a one-off moment, and then I thought it was a gag. But now I'm thinking that it's some more. Is the whole in that instance a memory was born in GB's mind, a memory that didn't really happen, but he remembers mm. it as if it was yesterday. He's uh, he always has these memories and these interactions with people, these connections where. This moment oh, is made that combines this person and makes them like either friends or same team, pulls them in. I feel like that's a, a beginning of a technique, some type of combination technique that's bringing people together uh, and pulling cores together rather it than might be dismantle a dismantle like It's part of his grandfather. Yeah, like that, he that said, love he said die, surround, die, hmm, die surrounded by people. And that's happened, what, twice? One with uh, Toto and another with... Um, with uh the the blood manipulation folks <laughs> it, happened, it, happened, it happened with uh with blood manipulation buddy when he was sitting with the brothers toto and i think it's the third time too um oh it happened when sakuna was fighting jogo yeah oh yeah yeah and then you remember oh. when jogo was like what was that and sakuna was like the hell are you, what's your, i don't, I don't know. know what the fuck you mean i don't know <laughs> yeah Jogo started crying i was just like oh and i, I feel like <laughs> i feel like that's how it's manifesting in yuji either that's yuji's mm-hmm. technique or that's some type of inverse of what sakuna has and that's yuji's response to it which makes him the perfect vessel for a sakuna for that balance because if we really think about it yuji, happy memory no juice if shit, <laughs> if, Ju- if if Yuji was a normal person, he would have been fucked up by Kasakuna's finger in general. Well, he so would have. It was not- a one in a, one in a million chance of him becoming a vessel in the first place, though. So of right. course, if he was a normal person, that's that's well known. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we he said. I'm pretty sure they said that under the normal circumstances, if he was like a completely normal person. But I think his chances were a little bit better because Yuji's not normal. I don't right. know him being. Like, but no, that so was like, literally like chapter. We knew that. We knew that from one, chapter two. one in gym class yeah. when bro threw the shot put forty meters or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he had the gym coach shook, nigga. He was like, bro, <laughs> right. the fuck? Jim <laughs> coach did all that proper form, the spin around, right. the hood, talk about some twelve he meters. Said, Can I, I nailed it. Anywhere? He said, I could just throw it like a baseball, I... right? Yeah. 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 Right? He, he, he like, he like, bad. You gonna throw your rotator cuff out? <laughs> Funny as hell. Oh shit! But I would like. <laughs> I like Yuji. I ain't gonna lie. I like Yuji as a main character because he's just so like simple. He's not like, oh, I want to be this and that. Like, no, I'm gonna just do what my father, grandfather, told asked me to do. And he's going through the motions of carrying. It's not a burden, but I'm, I still think, and I'm stick by this theory until I'm proven wrong. Carrying this curse his grandfather basically gave to him as save, pe- help people, and die surrounded by people. Carrying the burden of this curse by, because that's the reason why he became, well, that's part of the reason why he stuck to being uh, a jujitsu sorcerer outside of, you know, having Sakuna's finger and stuff in him and stuff. So I think having that burden, he's really understanding, especially we saw when he encountered the special gray spirit for the first time and his fingers got fucked up and stuff and Sakuna had to take over and save him like he died and shit. So I think 
you know, as he experiences, this is the this is the weight of this this curse that I'm carrying, even though he doesn't know it's a curse. This is the burden of following these words that my grandfather left me. But I also would like to know more about Sakuna. Um, I'm a cry. I'm still sad about Nanami because I really wanted to see more from Nanami. I don't know about anyone else, but I really want to see more from Nanami. I feel like we saw what we needed to see from Nanami, and he went out like like a fucking gong. That boy gave us his all. He um, did, and it's, it, it makes me sad because I hate Mahito, but Mahito's a good villain up until he pussyfooted away, but <laughs> until he went outside. <laughs> I wanna, he was uh, running like, he said, I'm out of cursed humans. How are you out of cursed humans, motherfucker? Like, how? Did you like, see how many he had used in the yeah. trash? He, he yeah, used a bro. lot. He yeah, did, he bro, did he was. Let me be a jackass to this man, because like, he running away. I was like, if he carrying all the hatred, he's carrying fear. And I, I that's, it doesn't, like, it's disappointing, like, kind of disappointing. Pointing in a way that he's ran away, uh, but also when you were no, uh, that's peak fiction right there. You're scared, peak, boy. I mean, hey, the last time, his, last time his, we his, seen that, and it was goaded was with envy and uh and uh brotherhood. But, but here's here's the point that I'm making. I feel like since Mahito was born from humans, a lot of hatred human ha- human ha- humans have for each other is born from fear. And fear is the core component of Haitian most of the time. So it's not really surprising that this man started to run away and fear of Yuji. Yuji okay, was like, psychology I degree, I see you. <laughs> you better well, use that schooling, girl. <laughs> that don't mean get in your bag, but like, use your school. I'm not going to get it. in my bag. This is, this is not a school pot. I'm done with school for the semester. Leak and but I'm just saying... Oh. I, I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm just saying, like, it's, it's it was it was not surprising. It was very... I was satisfied. I was just like, <laughs> run, bitch. <laughs> run. <laughs> but I love Toto. I'm glad they didn't make him like a basic meathead. Because like, I didn't like Toto at first. Lee could tell you I did not like Toto at first. And now, now I'm just like, I love Toto. He started calling Yuji his best friend. That shit was funny. That shit was funny. I got a question for y'all, but I'm going to let y'all go ahead. Uh, Lee Kalito, I want to hear y'all inputs on this before y'all start a point that I wanted to make about the Mojito thing too. We the the Prince Zuko storyline that he that we now getting from Yuji is the eternal conflict that he's going through and kinda we saw a shift in how he's viewing himself and that he got in his villain bag a little bit like, you know what, I am you, fuck it. And I'm finna tear this shit up. I'm finna destroy this shit. So I'm interested for that change to come too. And then Leak or Alito, whoever wants to get into the thoughts and what they want to see. I think Leak, you already gave us some of it, but we got diverged, like, push it aside. Um, yeah, I did get into a lot of it. I want to see what Sakuna's plan is. I want to see what Megumi's potential is. I want to see what Yuji becomes, how he handles all that took place in Shibuya, because he is responsible for a lot of people dying because Sakuna took over. Um, <laughs> she going crazy here. Um, I also want to see what happens with Gojo. I want to see if Yuta comes back into the story. And I'm really intrigued on where does Toto go from this? Because, I mean, he obviously had the strength to fight off great ones, but now that he doesn't have his curse technique, what happens? Is there going to be some reversal Siki, Or was his technique really done? Like, I'm interested in seeing what happens with that. Because I don't feel like at least like so far on this pod, we have not given Toto enough credit because he's been the pivotal person for Yuji's growth damn near mm-hmm. the entirety of the manga. Yes. When he I, I first agree with that. got his technique in the um 
the festival, the little festival in the forest, when he was fighting Yuji, he was telling him he was using his curse technique wrong. Like, he basically trained him and then taught him how to fight and was like, I'm not going to help you. This is for you. Like, fight this shit on your own. And then again, when he came in after Sukuna finished taking over and he was fighting Mahito and Mahito was dog walking him, he basically had gave up and Toto came in and was like, no, this is not the time for that. I know shit is fucked up, but you don't like this is not the time for you to mourn. You can do that shit later. You need to get your shit together because we have an opponent in front of us. Like we still have shit that we're fighting for. So it's like I feel like that goes I wouldn't say underappreciated, but his impact on Eugene and the story is immense. And I can't wait to see what they have planned for him because I hope he's not done in the story. Yeah, Toto is the best sensei in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen right now, for sure. Um, yeah. I, I liked I liked Yuji's development during Shibuya the most because he went through he went through a lot. Um, folks died. Sukuna came through, healed his ass up again. But like like we know, that's part of the the contract. Um, and then just from those experiences, he kind of like developed his own personality that matches what his grandfather said, but he's doing it in his own way. Cause I, I feel like at first it was just like, well, granddad said this, so this is what I got to do. And that was like his entire driving force. But now he's realizing that he can do both. Like he can do what his grandfather said, but he understands now that the stakes are way too high. He has to live and do things for himself. And that's where that change really happened. And I think Toto had a big part to do with that just to help him like come into his own and come into his abilities, like Leek said. Um, and this fight against Mahito, um, every time I say Mahito, I think of Mojito. And maybe I just want to drink or something. Mojito, Mojito, Mosquito, UGN4. <laughs> right, Jay, I'm tweaking. But anyways, he in this fight with Mahito, he really like had to because of the history, right? So he killed his homie, who he had became homies with, killed his homie early. He always had this grudge against Mahito where every other villain that Yuji fought, I feel like there wasn't any hatred there, but he had hatred for Mahito. So then he like allowed Mahito to have make him become a different person. And I think that he just embraced it instead of fighting it, uh fighting against it. I don't know if anybody else got that, but oh, I I I can see it. I can definitely see it. No, fuck your thoughts and opinions. Oh man, that sucks. Okay, uh, swiper, no swiping. Uh, master, uh, pandemic D. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Hey, that's fantastic. Great. I've been listening. It's been wonderful. Um, you know, you guys have some great points. I love what you guys are talking about. You know, I agree with everything you guys are saying. JJK is the greatest. Um, for me, I'm looking forward in the story wise, in the storyline. I'm looking forward to Yuji's growth for sure and Sukuno's backstory. I feel like those two characters together, they have such like, you know, not a compatibility, but just like it's like they have like a shared history in a sense, like that we don't know much about them. But they're so but they like for, for some reason they've been paired together. So I feel like there's an underlying reason why they are together, why they are these two appear to like we're so compatible, why they're working out so well. And I'm curious about like how that's gonna progress over the storyline. Either it be, you know, Yuji becoming Sukuno or Sukuno becoming Yuji. I feel like at some point, I don't want to say they're gonna fuse, but this that you gotta talk about how the cursed energy can become the same and become like, you know, something totally new. 
I'm looking forward to that development and that growth in their character. Because one online theme I've loved, I've loved about the series as I've been reading is the theme of like, you know, um, immeasurable strength. And like, you know, when you have that much power, how do you control it? How does, how do you quantify and how do you live with that immeasurable power and not look down on other people? Like with ghettos, you know, theory, um, he's like, I have so much power. Why can't I just kill these people and do what I want? You know, so I'm wondering if, like that same theme is going to apply to Yuji when he eventually gets that to that level of power. Just like with um Gojo, he's so powerful. Like, he's just like, he's seen like I am the greatest of all. But he got he got he got trapped by such a simple trap, which still bothers me how he how he get trapped by his own mind. And he's saying he's so strong. But because he was thinking about that, thinking about that flashback for one second, he got caught up and slipped up and fell into the trap. Which really annoyed me, but I can understand that you have to take away the biggest player in the entire puzzle just so everything else can, you know, make sense. You know, like everyone else's power can, like, can you know, grow and formulate, which I understand why they had to do it. So I'm looking forward to the growth of Yuji for sure and see how his um, power can grow and develop in the series going forward. You know, I love it. Uh, I think that leaves me. I am waiting on the revelation of what is on Ghetto's mind. Uh, like I said earlier, I have a couple storylines that I've kind of developed that if I was in his shoes, things I would be thinking about. Not necessarily I think any one of them will happen, but I think they could all be possibilities, whether it's him attempting to control Gojo as a last out or like a last defense desperation move whether it's him having some plan as well beyond where Ghetto's plan was, just the annihilation of uh, the human, the weak human race and the rise of the cursed spirits and jujitsu sorcerers, or if he has something else like, where he's trying to be the one that, you know, conquers and now he's the, the ruler of the realm, but he's in the shadows. I don't really know what the plan is. I have a couple written down, so I'm interested just to get more development into the actual controller's mind and not what we know of Ghetto, because up until the, revel the revelation that it's someone different, um, the assumption that is Ghetto still moving, has Ghetto was moving, is what we've been with and what we've been having. So I want more from there. <clears throat> I also want to see, like I said, more into Yuji's internal conflict. I like the... I thought that Sakuna would be that kind of that mirror for him to go through that conflict with. And I'm really enjoying the fact that so much of Yuji's development is coming from external forces and not really from Sakuna itself. So I like that Mojito has pushed him to the brink of his kind of mental and spiritual, and now he's making decisions that he wouldn't have made before. I like the changes that we see from that. I also like the fact that uh, Gojo's had influence on him. Like Lee said, we don't, we haven't given Toto enough flowers, and we probably can't give him enough flowers for the work that he's done with Yuji. And then it's the little things. It's the, it's the slight friendship, or the growth of the friendship that he's developing with Megumi, and uh, the 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 team that he's developed with both Megumi and Nobara and everyone else that's around him that's helped with his development. So I I really want to see where that goes too, like how he comes out. Because I don't necessarily want to see him in that hero villain category, kind of like where you can place a Gojo who will make the necessary sacrifices as he sees fit. I still want to see him in a desperately fighting to save everyone type role. Because um, that's where I like him at. So I want to see where that goes. 
something else I would like to see is Ghetto, like the original Ghetto, really gone. Because if you remember when Gojo was about to be sealed, he know like they he had a talk with the Ghetto imposter. He said, speaking to the actual Ghetto, how long are you gonna let somebody control you? And Ghetto's arm all of a sudden like grabbed by his neck and stuff. So I'm wondering if the actual Ghetto is still in there somewhere, or is he completely gone? Because based off that scene, it doesn't seem like he actually is. I think that was the support. It's the same I think thing. That was it's the Satoji situation. Whole, yeah, I think that was to support the whole body versus spirit uh, rhetoric and dialogue they were having between uh, the Ghetto had and then Toji had, Mojito had, and Jogo had. Like, what's the stronger force? Which one could live without the other? And which one controls the other? Right. I kind of left that one where it was. Um, just to show that the body also like it retains and it has some of that energy. Like it's it's just not maybe it's not just an empty vessel. And then that's something you could look at too with with Yuji. Like it's not just a vessel to be controlled by right. some other force, by by a spirit or whatever it may be. Yeah. Did you say that also uh-huh. ties into what Mahito was saying when he was asking, "Does the soul form around the body, or does the body, body come form. and then the soul attached to it?" I never thought yeah. about it that way. When, yeah, yeah, when, he, when he said super that, sense. when he, when he <laughs> said that, I was just like, the body having. forms around the soul because the soul comes first. If you're thinking about, if you're thinking about it, like, say you're spiritual, you believe in deities and stuff. I really believe that the soul is planted <laughs> inside of the bodies, and the body conforms to that. Or they basically what Mahito said in the series, like, <clears throat> like when he the the moment he asked that question, I'm just like. The body forms around the soul because even if the body dies, the soul will continue to li- will live, quote unquote. On I think I think that discussion just goes and it points to both of their pro- their power. So I didn't read that much into um, Ghetto's body being able to move and try to like attack the imposter of him when Gojo says something, uh, because I just thought that discussion really pointed to the powers that they have. So whereas Mahito's power is kind of focused on the manipulation of the spirit. And the body manifests that manipulation as the spirit goes. This imposter ghetto is kind of like he he takes on whatever the form the body has, and so I feel like that discord and that conversation between the two of them was kind of just pointing to what their powers were at the given time and kind of giving us that foreshadowing. And it also gives us another theme in the book because at the same time we going through the look at Yuji and if. Are Yuji are Yuji's powers gonna be coming from Sakuna now that he has these fifteen fingers, or is he still gonna be his own being? Is he gonna try to like find the will to fight on himself? Is he just an empty vessel for Sakuna to have in the future, or is he something more? So I I just took that as dialogue in the story and didn't necessarily think that Geto is still alive. I do believe that Geto is dead because Gojo confirmed that. Like I know, I killed you. Um, and like it seems like you here, but my spirit is telling me that I like I killed you. I know you're dead, so I believe that the real ghetto is is gone. Yeah, that nigga did. Yeah, that nigga did. I mean, I feel like it's reanimation type shit, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Because we've seen what happened when they used um, homegirl's grandson's body to bring back Toji as like a living corpse doll or whatever. And then mm-hmm. once he rec- he saw um, his Majimi. son and was like, "Are you? A- what's your last name?" And he was like, "Fushiguro." And he was like, "Not Zenny, mm-hmm. right?" Bet. And he just took himself out. First of all, <laughs> yeah, I wanted more from that interaction. Yeah, I did too, because that was his. That I feel like, regardless of how Toji was, he actually did care for his son deep 
down, regardless of his actions. And I don't everything. even think it was deep down. He cared for his son <laughs> a great deal. But I, I wanted, I wanted more from that interaction just to see Megami's response. But I think that him not knowing that that was his action, like that is his father, his actual father, and it might come up later in the in the series. But like, I think the way it happened at the end of the day was perfect, despite me wanting more from it because. Megami's growth as a character and like his strength might have been halted because he probably would have had like this internal conflict now about like what am I I'm really Maki's cousin who who am am I exactly but like now he's just like I'm Megami Gojo basically raised me I'm finna be that nigga I'm already that nigga I'm using domain expansion only his first year let's fucking go you know what I'm saying like I'm I here definitely for that. think it was, I definitely think it was perfect. I think that uh and I think he's gonna put the piece I think he's if he hasn't already put the pieces together by hearing uh drunk folks say Toji when he pulled up in the domain and mm-hmm. kinda like watching him off himself, I'm sure he may know enough about enough to kind of start to put the pieces together. Or he definitely gonna ask. Yeah, oh yeah, after all of this, he definitely finna ask. <clears throat> which would make for great development later. Uh the other thing is and and Leak Noxie and everybody else that gave me the yeah on Twitter when I was saying I wanted to see Maki's development when we first saw Toji and I'm like this shit got me hyped for Maki. Yeah, she ain't busting yet, but y'all made me think that she died or some shit when we was on Twitter. So I'm glad that she didn't get offed. I'm glad she didn't get off because definitely reading the Shibuya art beat the fuck up. She got beat the fuck up. <laughs> definitely reading the arc, bro. Definitely reading the arc. I'm watching her get beat the fuck up, and I'm like, "This it. <laughs> this what she this, died. This guy. This is the one, bro. Shibuya, Shibuya has <laughs> killed so many characters that I personally thought was gonna like stick around for a while. Like I thought Nanami was gonna stick around for a while. Exactly. No, That's what bro. I'm saying. I like, wanted him to be there. I thought Nanami was on borrowed time to me, G. Was he? Uh, I yes. thought I thought he was gonna get out here, you know what I'm saying, do his thing, get beat the fuck up. But the nigga, but the nigga, he I love the way he went out. I said this like a million times on this pod already, but like he went out like a fucking G. He did. But um, I honestly thought he was gonna be like, cause he was a main. I guess yeah, you. you he was the he was the other sensei outside of Gojo that we knew, like we recognized and stuff. Like yeah. that's that's someone Gojo was like kind of close to. Not also not even he's just interested as a character. Like one thing he yeah. said that stuck with me: all these little little despairs is what make you an adult, and that's yeah. so fucking true. Not to say that kids don't have a despairs, fucking but, gem, a uh, gem. There, that mm-hmm. shit was so fucking true. And I, I think about my own development as an adult. Like this nigga fucking tr- right as hell. Yeah. You going like, through your character development arc right now? Hey, hey, that character development <laughs> arc. Yo, training arc. You yeah, goddamn yeah. right. I'm going through my training arc as a counselor and as a human being. Now, anyway, back to what I was saying. You go ahead and grow up, Panda. We love it. <laughs> I, I think I just really wanted. I wanted not like I agree with Lido. Like way he went out, he was checking on Yugi, like not Yugi, Yugi, and making sure he was okay. But he still. <laughs> Trying to see if he had the heart of the car as fuck. Right. Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> no, you he... know Yami, Yami and Saddam ain't going for that. The Yami Yugi mm-hmm. storyline. Let's go. <laughs> but no. I, agenda, I, but I agenda, do, agenda. I do like the way he went out. Like, he wasn't begging. He wasn't crying or nothing. He just like, well, I know my time is coming. So you good? All right, bet, homie. Bye. <laughs> so, but it's just like, not, also Nanami saying, like, Nanami was a funny character to me. Because he would always say, like, because he, remember he was a sorcerer, then he went back to the office, 
And then he went back to the being the sorcerer. He said, being an office worker was shit. But Yo, also being a intro. judicial court sorcerer is also shit. But you know what? I get to help people. So I'll choose this profession instead. I love yeah, like, I anime. Well do what I'm good at. Shit. Mm-hmm. I right. fuck about as well. I haven't yeah, seen I was, anime. I, I'm going to binge that next. Bro, that shit is amazing. Fun but fact, um, uh, t- Nanami's voice actor also voices uh, Overhaul from My Hair Academia and also the Joker from Fire Force. Kenjiro Suda, that's his name. Yeah, but Nanami was on Borrow Time, in my opinion. I, he already alluded to the fact that although he is strong, he feels like he, and he knows that he's not on the level of the strongest. So mm-hmm. that was my first sense that he was only going to carry Yuji to a certain point. And then he even got to the point where he's like, I've taught you these things, and I always felt like his development was more to set Yuji on the right path and perspective-wise than to really be like a force of strong. And then he protected those that he could. But we already knew once we got to a certain level, it wasn't going to happen. And he escaped Mahito the first time, but even in that escape when they had that whole fallout, it was like, I'll see you again if we both survive this shit. And so they both survived, but I knew Mahito was going to come back and kill him. Whether it was yeah. in a full out struggle the, or if it was going to be like a, I gotcha, which the is The only happened. reason Mahito actually managed to kill Nanami is because he was already injured and stuff. That's he would have killed I, him anyway. He fought him for full really strength last he, time. I don't really, not as, if he did, it wouldn't have been as easy as it was then. But I feel like the only reason, not, like Nanami got caught in the explosion, I think. Yeah, he got caught in some type of explosion. He was already fucked up. Like he was already like half dead. Mahito would have wiped that nigga out. He had to go overtime to, uh, first uh, to fight. To fight Fish Mahito. Buddy brought him into his domain and like really mm-hmm. fucked him up. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what he did. But even at full strength, Mahito would have won that fight. He went for, overtime for sure. The first I'm not debating that. He went he overtime the first time he fought Mahito, and now Mahito was league stronger than where he was yeah. back then. Yeah. So to even think that Nanami would have a chance against Mahito at this point in the story is ludicrous. Mahito yeah. would have still. I'm just saying it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been not. his his end wouldn't have been exactly like the way it was because Nanami knew he was already weakened to a point where he couldn't really do anything about it. Well, I mean, of course, like if if he was full strength, in depth, the fight would have looked way different, but. Like GB was saying, like he still would have got worked because he was sad. he was getting he damn near was getting worked the first time when Mahito was not yeah, at man, that boy any... that boy that boy caught that work the first time and that, yeah that no for real G and that overtime that nigga got off the clock and was like fuck now I gotta really try to go home and he went crazy time and a half on you niggas time and a half <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so fire bro I feel I like we it. could all like agree that regardless of whether we felt he was on borrowed time or not Nanami was a great character and he will he be was. missed yeah he will be missed I'm curious just... uh, I'm curious to know like. And and GB, we could do this at the end of the episode, but I want to know y'all y'all's top fives. Uh, yeah, we could just list them off. We ain't got. I tell I tell you, not in my top five, Mekamaru. I didn't like that nigga. Man, fuck Mekamaru. (laughs) (laughs) I did not like Mekamaru, and then they they brought his ass back as a a spiritual assistant or whatever, a a navi (laughs) or shit. Brought his ass back. Fuck this nigga. What was the fairy from the Zelda games like Ocarina Time? Hey, listen. That's that Navi. Navi. That's what I called his ass. Oh, That's yeah, who the fuck he exactly. was when he came exactly. back, bro. Brought exactly. this nigga back. I'm like, man, fuck his you, ass bro. Was Professor Oak. You can't ride that bike in here. When he fuck when he start here, when he start talking about, I'm gonna get back to see all my friends. I couldn't turn the page fast enough. Like, go ahead and die, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, bro. I that reminded me of part five when yep, uh, Naracha. That Mister, uh, yeah, Naracha. Yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah, definitely what I was. 
feet. I swear to God, I was like, this nigga finna die. Hell yeah, I couldn't turn the page fast. I was like, finally, yeah, nigga, yeah, you finna die, yeah, G. I've been waiting yeah. on this moment. Because first of all, why the fuck? He was like, he was stupid. Oh, wanna be pain looking ass nigga. He was ass, stop, ass don't do nigga. that. Nagato could actually hold Nagato could actually hold his own and shit. Like right. his bikes were a lot stronger. Oh, Nakamaru, I made a Mac. It's a giant Mac. Right. This ain't no guitar. It's a Glock. I've been, been saving cursed energy. These right. full metal jacket cursed energy bullets, nigga. All my life I've been saving cursed energy, investing this shit with interest. Gee. Here you go. I was he just lost. like, first of all, he can't, he's not going to be Mahito on his own. He sure ain't going to be ghetto. So I don't know what he thought this was going to be like, I'm going to betray my friends and stuff, but I'm going to do it for the woman that I love. And and she was talking to his body and that nigga was not, and I was just like, yikes. He thought what he thought was he was going to come out on top and have his cake and eat it too. So he oh, thought he was going to get his body back and then he was going to double cross these niggas with all his energy he was saving up. And be able to hit him with the the the, the ten years five ton gun, and Mahito was gonna be like, "Oh my God, lasers! My only weakness in this world of spirits and cursed energy." And he was gonna walk away and be good. G. Mahito nah. was like, "Fuck you, talking about nigga. Okay, I'm done playing around with you." Whole time. The only thing- this was lit. I let you. I let you bust all your bullets so you would feel good. But yeah. like, go ahead, wrong. I was gonna say the only thing that make him really dead was introduced to Simple Domain into the storyline. And I definitely brought a whole new um, thought on the into Domain. I thought, it was, I thought Domains were like undefeatable. Like there was no way to get out of it. You said you, your Domain against my Domain. But then when it's into the whole Simple Domain, I can break it down. I'm like, oh, so it's not as powerful as I assumed. Now I can actually actually deconstruct it with this one simple technique. You know, so that's the only thing I see yeah. my as an advantage. He just introduced that whole plot line. That's valid. Um, That's super loud. My top five characters Sakuna, Gojo, Yuji, Toto, and Nanami. Not a, the first two is in that order, but the rest of the three, not specifically in that order. Um, I think I'm going to go with Sakuna, Nanami, Toto. I fuck with the panda. After we, I was reading this pre. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of weird, but I like him. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> fuck with it. Remember, panda's not a panda. He's not a panda. Panda is not a panda. Panda's not a panda. Yeah, and I, I'm not gonna lie. I was expecting a lot more panda love from you, panda. But uh, <laughs> I guess not. I like him. He's an honorable mention, but like as far compared to the other characters, I like the other characters more. But I appreciate him, you know, putting on for the real one. Panda's done. Wait, okay, and did. Wait, was it Mechamaru? I didn't. I didn't know that Mechamaru. He didn't introduce Simple Domain. Didn't Toto do that shit unofficially in the, in the forest? Toto wasn't the first one. I don't think. No, I, I thought like, Toto did it in the forest when they when they like in the tournament arc. No, when, um, when they did the domain, the curtain, or whatever. Then and he made his own like his own space to shield others around him or some shit. Was it? Am I tweaking? Mm, I like there wasn't Mechamaru that did it, but it might have been Toto. Like we didn't, we didn't have. A, I don't think we had a name to it, a name like until Mechamaro maybe. But I thought Toto had already did that shit. Mm-mm. I remember Toto definitely did, it, but I think it's. I feel like it was in Shibuya when he re when he reinstituted it. Um, I I could be tweaking. Wow. I read a lot of chapters in a short amount of time, so yeah, I could be tweaking. 
That's it. Uh, my bad. Rome, I missed your uh, number five. What was your fifth character? Oh, it was Yuji. Yuji's my fifth character. But it's kind of a time between oh, okay. Yuji and um, what's the buddy's name? And um, Megumi's dad, because he was savage. Toji. Toji. He's he was a beast. I fucked that nigga. Fair. Uh, Leak. Top five. Um, top five in no order. I mean, I, number one is Gojo for sure. For but sure. after that, I can't really put him in order. But I'd have Megumi in there, Toji in there, Toto in there. Um, what I need? One more. Um, no, Sakuna? probably Nanami. Nah, oh. not yet. Okay, I respect it. That's absolutely insane. My top five is the exact same. Wait, what's what's your top five? Uh, definitely Goat Joe number one. I coined that phrase, by the way. Um, you did. I definitely coined Goat Joe. I'll send you the leak. I'll send you the receipts. Don't worry about it. Um, so Goat Joe number one. Megami is number two. Uh, Toto. I, honestly, I'll put Nanami at number three. Toto would be my number four, mm. and um, and uh, Toji would be my number five. Megumi's pops. You know uh, who else I, I want to put on mine? I want to put Yuta on mine, but he's an honorable mention too. I haven't seen enough of him. Maybe I'll find him more in this prequel. But based off the prologue, the prequel—not the prologue—the prequel. I like Yuta, and I do want to see more of him. So that's why he's an honorable mention because I have to see more of him. So far, my number one seems pretty scary. GB, where your father? <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. I'm just, uh, I'm just sign out. I'm straight. No, GB, don't do that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Actually, I, I got some honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my number one is probably gonna be Toji because I mean, I, I just love how that nigga came into the story and changed the game. Uh, Gojo is going to be my number two. Nanami is probably sitting at my number four. I really fuck skip with. Three? Cause <laughs> I, I, I was trying to decide. I was trying to decide, and I had to pick who I like less. Uh, right, I really enough. fuck with 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 Toji. Is it Toji or Toje in Umaki? When he be like, "Card, Simon Rob to- Cole, uh, Toge, 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 yeah, Toge, yeah." I like. Nah, he raw too. He <laughs> cold too. He my number three, and wow. I guess Megumi is sitting in my number five. But Megumi is probably gonna be higher, and by by the time we get through this full arc, because I'm really fucking with his ass too. Can yeah, I, I? Y'all know what I appreciate about Megumi. He's not the stereotypical. He's not like the um, emotion, the like the you know emo always like silent. Like Megumi's character is a lot different. I keep. Like when I first saw Mega Megami, I like was comparing him to Sasuke a little bit because his color scheme reminded me of Sasuke too. But I was just like, no, he's definitely not Sasuke. Not to say like he should have been, but it's just Megumi's more expressive and like I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if I'm making sense either. But it's like a different nuances to his character that doesn't make him exactly like like he's not overexcited, but he he's like I'm he's not, not the stereotypical secondary male character. He's not we the gotta, stereotypical. We gotta he, stop stereotyping all pale, dark-haired uh, boys, yeah. the secondary <laughs> characters in the anime. 
<laughs> but y'all get what I'm saying though. He's not <laughs> like that. I'm not. I wasn't expecting to be, but like I was just like, I hope he's not gonna be a copy of Sasuke. He's not. He not. He don't. Uh, I really fuck with him hard. He's probably gonna be higher on my list once I really take into account and really pay attention to the details of his story in this arc. Like I said, I rushed through it, so I'm pretty sure I'm missing things and I, I'm having a hard time just recalling stuff about him. But just the <clears throat> the love I got for Toji, I feel like I'm gonna fuck with Megumi and in that interaction once I really like read into that because I got some chapters I got to go back to and look through too about Toji. I feel like that Megumi arc is a little slept on, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like when he got the flashbacks and when Gojo was telling him, "You think that when you when all else fails, you need to sacrifice yourself, and sacrificing yourself is not the same thing as winning." And he kind of mm-hmm. understood like it's, it's okay. Oh, to choose that shit to super win. slept on, bro. That shit was heat. And then he finally mm-hmm. put out brought out his uh, domain expansion. And fucking Chimera Shadow Garden is one of the illest names I've ever heard. I think I think I think most of his uh, I don't hear enough people talking about his. His uh his aside sequences that he has with Gojo because Gojo be putting his ass on game, bro. When they was talking, even when you're getting a sense for his abilities, and Gojo, like I was saying earlier, Gojo was talking to him, explaining to him about the the the, the war between their two families, and how the how his powers do stack up to Gojo's, and like really putting that confidence and that belief that, bro, you can't just look at my powers and think that I am who I am because. I just got these powers. Like I worked my ass off and like put in the work in the game to be here. And I think he's really instilling that value of the hard work and innovation in uh, Megumi, which you're seeing more and more. Like he's trying new shit. The old Megumi would have been afraid to pull out uh, this. What's the name of that? The demon that was giving Sukuna a couple. Goals I can't even remember him. the name of that I, shit. I can't remember either. Yeah. I mean, we, we know who you're talking about. That thing was powerful as fuck, but you know, but it got his ass beat by Sakuna. Megami wouldn't have pulled that shit. Even if he had the power to pull that shit, he wouldn't have pulled it because out of the fear of, I can't control it, it's too high of a power, so-and-so never did it. But then Gojo is really, he's fortifying his mind. Whereas, like, he's working on technique and strength with Yuji, and Toto is fortifying Yuji's mind. Gojo is working on Megami's mind. And I love that shit about their dynamic in the same way I love Toto and Yuji. Knowing oh, full is... well he killed his pops. Knowing full well he fucked his pops up. That, that but also his pops, his, his pops, pops beat his ass Gojo, too. Though, his pop, his pops was. killed Gojo. And it's like a it's like a Roger Garp type relationship they got going on. Like, you know what? I respect you. You beat my ass. You beat my ass too. Damn. <laughs> Two things. I re- that first interaction between Megumi and Gojo was funny because Gojo had this look on his face like, you act just like this, this motherfucker. <laughs> After he killed Toji, that shit was so funny. But the name of the thing that uh, Megumi summoned was the A-handled sword divergent seal of divine general Mahagor- Maharaga. That whole thing's an name? Boy, we will not about long <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that shit sounds like a slice of life, boy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This is an Itakai? This is an like a slice of life, boy. She just chanted some motherfucking shit, boy. No. All right, you just, su- you just summoned that motherfucker with that shit. Listen, bro, I'm going to have nightmares and shit. I don't know what the fuck you just said to me. God damn, man. Was that, was that what it was called in the manga when that nigga named the manga? Like the uh, seven hands. Kali Ma. Kali Ma. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do agree, Leek. I feel like Megumi is is slept on his development arcs and shit, but he's had some of my favorite arcs, which is why he's on my list. Um, I just need to go back and read up on him. I'm pretty sure he's gonna move up. I want uh, more Kinabara. 
I fuck with Toje because I just I like his I just like his character and his style. Bro, he came like in and pulled up like a demon. Who go now? This man start talking. All you hear is salmon. <laughs> See seaweed. <laughs> seaweed cod roll, honey mustard paste. <laughs> I'm walking around all day like barbecue sauce. And I like I like the consequence of his power too. At first mm-hmm. I was like, oh this shit finna be mad OP, but then bro picking up Tums and Halls and Robotussins <laughs> and Ricola <laughs> and everything else he need from the fucking uh, Yeah, that pharmacy. I believe that, that recoil is strong. But like the power, the power itself is crazy. So right. like they needed to nerf it in some type of way. They had to nerf that shit. Yeah, bro, so I, I appreciate the nerf. But like, right. like you said, his his power is one of my favorites, and I want to know it's not unique to him either, though. Like, so I want to see other like curse word users and see what they could do and how they like I, utilize I, those uh, downfalls as far as like the hurt. He's from a clan, right? Yes. Yeah. But I think it's clan. I think it's just like a specific clan. He from the. He from the. No, he's from the Inumaki clan. Hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not one of the. It's not one of the three majors. But it's definitely a side clan. They said also has like some status and some type of. Uh, like it ain't. It ain't to be sneezed at. It's just not one of the three great ones. So what I just said. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's exactly what you said, Rom. I heard. You. I got you. <laughs> damn, GB. Oh, I, I, I ain't hear you wrong. Nobody. Bro. Damn, GB, you tweaking, bro. <laughs> 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 we, all, we all hear you, folks. We all hear you, folks. Sip this water. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I fuck with him, and I would love to see the other variations that his power comes in. Like Leek was saying, like give me somebody that's going around. You know, using it, using it differently. Like, let me see how. Damn, bro. Lito said that. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) No, Leek said that shit. Oh, Bob actually said that. Be funny. I got you. Unmute yourself. I got you wrong. I got you wrong. Leek, unmute yourself. Did you say that? I I did not say that. (laughs) GB just don't listen to us. That's what that is. Man, he be doing world. It's cool. No, I'm talking about just me, just me and Ron specifically. Oh, yeah. Just you on specific. Get on more episodes. No, he don't listen to me either. No, no, no. You're not the only one. Oh, damn. I might have just started something. Uh oh. Let me, let me yeah, chill. You, you, you started something personal. That's not a personal. <laughs> Yikes. It wasn't. And, it really and, wasn't. and at that moment, Panda had a memory that didn't really happen, but she couldn't. <laughs> <come> <laughs> Perfect. Boy, flawless, execution. <laughs> flawless execution. Flawless <laughs> execution. Loved it. 10 out of 10. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> But yeah, y'all, that is it for this episode. I think I covered everything that I had on the list. Uh, Lido got his top five questionnaires out. Did anybody else have anything they want to do? Ron, speak up now. Forever hold your peace. (laughs) I'm holding my I was going to ask. I asked Leek this, so Leek don't answer, but I'm going to ask y'all. Do y'all think uh, Toto would be a Meg The Stallion fan? Oh, hell yeah. Like, type is Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Come on, now. Tall, fat ass. Yeah, no. Come on. Toto would be on, at the Meg the Stallion concerts for yeah. uh, first row. Super stand. <laughs> Knowing the lyrics to Big Old Freak. Every song. Toto, Toto would definitely be in there with his fake hand on. Talking about some. Uh, I can't work. <laughs> I can't so work. I can't work overtime today. I got to get the fuck up out of here. It's a Meg the Stallion concert going on over in, over in Houston. <laughs> Toto would be there. <laughs> other other people other people that Toto will pull up for anybody else? Uh, 
mm. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, or does does Toto I like natural you. ass or does Toto like fake ass? Uh, Nicki Minaj. He likes folks. natural ass, but he also like he also likes tall women too. Like so, we can't forget. That's why I said Meg because Meg is tall with a nice ass. Nicki Minaj, folks. Me and Toto will be there. Nicki Minaj tall? Do it don't matter. She look. She it looked does taller. matter. That's exact. That's a specific type. You can't just like if Toto asks you, Lido. Uh, he, if he asks you what's your type of girl with a big ass, he gonna say it's boring because he, he he's expecting you to say tall because that's Yuji's type too. Hey, hey shout out to the shout out to the short nigga clan. A short Facts. nigga once told me, "Hey, bro, we all the same height. We laying down. I oh, never let that mother. shit leave my spirit, bro." Let these niggas know. <laughs> Here we go. Here I we never go. let that shit no. leave my spirit. <laughs> What, what what fur what fur say short nigga with my, never mind y'all know what I'm talking about <laughs> we 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 heard what you said I ain't say it you ain't yeah that's it because I ain't say that's it for this that's it for this episode of the Worst Generation podcast this has been a Jujitsu Kaisen overview review fan session as we fanboy fangirl and gushed about the series. We're loving it so far. We want to know what the fuck y'all feel. Do y'all love it? Do y'all hate it? Are y'all hating it, but you only read like half a chapter and watched the opening to the episode and you just like, oh, that shit Hunter Hunter and his ass. Let us know, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. And until next time, we out. Sayonara, Mina. Are you a dirty? Mm-hmm.